Roll it. Welcome to another episode of the Church Med Podcast. Eric Dye here along with Jeremy Smith and Blessing Mbofu. Blessing Mbofu. Why man, Blessing? It's been a while since I tripped over that, right? Um, <laughs> yeah. What's going on? I don't know. I, I'm slipping. It's 2020. All right. Like, that's the least of our worries, man. Get off my back. <laughs> all right. So, um, well, we were kind of spitballing, come up with some topics to talk about. You forgot Jeremy. Did, did you remember Jeremy? I did. I said his name. I didn't mess his name up. Okay. All right. It's hard to mess, I mean, mess up Jeremy's name. <laughs> I mean, like, he's 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 not very far from being John Smith. Okay. Let's just put it that way. It just rolls off the tongue. It just rolls, rolls. off the tongue. Exactly. <laughs> oh and into gosh. the trash can. All right. So uh, there's dude. 2020 has really brought us a lot of shifts in the world. Obviously. Um, and it's, as we've talked about in previous podcasts, it's really forced us to rethink what we're doing as the, the current day and age, the situation that we're in has really accelerated change and evolution of how we approach things. And one of those things, as you brought up blessing before the podcast was how would you plant a church now? Oh man, when you said that, I was like, oh wow, because I have seen some blips on the radar over my years of, of working with church mag and hearing Jeremy talk about it uh, and seeing Jeremy has done stuff with some of the youth ministry magazines and stuff like that. And you know, I was like, wow, how, how would church? Oh, when I was doing the open church work with, which you helped with too, blessing, um, that wasn't a big thing, all the different church planning networks. And yeah, that really blew my mind, man. How would you plan a church now? Blessing. Yeah. Um, first of all, I think that, uh, regardless of the time we find ourselves in, um, we're not, uh, excluded from doing that <laughs> from, well, no, let me put it this way. I mean, we still have to make disciples, right? Well, that's true blessing. And maybe <laughs> that might be the answer to this quandary. But what, what I found particularly interesting about that is understanding and seeing the mechanics and the systems and the curriculum, so to speak, of the how to's of planting a church. And when I think about it off the top of my head, it really feels like the pandemic and everything that it's bringing along with it really does throw a stick in the spokes of the church mm. planting bicycle. Wow, I haven't heard that phrase in years. Church it's a stick in the spoke. Um, whoa, whoa, whoa! Easy now, easy now. <laughs> what are you saying? I'm old. Yes, hey, I'm not. My saying, kids say I'm yes, not Dad. saying nothing. No, it's no. It's all, what you're saying. All, all I'm just saying is go say that to Luca or Ali, and let's see how that goes down. <laughs> um, my grandpappy used to say, <laughs> "Yeah, how how would you plant a church now?" I think I hate to say this, and and because it's an it's an easy answer to kind of go to, you would actually think no big building at this point. I would think small. I'd think about how to uh, scale small. Um, so for instance, I mean, the reality is there's no way that we can actually, um, you know, gather. Um, well, I suppose in some places that's happening, but but where, where I am, we actually don't think it's responsible to gather in you know, get into big meetings. And in fact, I think 50 is even like an exception, like in extremely, extremely rare circumstances, uh, circumstances. So one of the things that I think would be, um, obviously you need a team. And, and, and one of the things that for me, I, I think hard about is actually having um, some digital capability. That's definitely going to be like right at the top of my list. Um, you, some sort of, I definitely think that 
I hate to say, I don't know why I'm apologizing about this or saying that I, or hating to say this, but maybe it's because we've been saying this for a while, but I really think that if you don't factor in how to leverage tech in this season, um, you're probably um, you're missing something important. Um, so things that I'd make sure that I in place out the gate would be things like church management software or, or solutions or system of some sort, because you obviously need to manage your data. Um, I can't tell you how many, well, I mean, there's so many churches that I've spoken to that when the COVID hit, they discovered they actually didn't even have decent database of people in their churches. Obviously people, people matter. So you, 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 you I mean, you obviously, the, one of the questions I think I'd want, want to answer as well is, um, you know, are we going to focus on a particular geographic um, area? I think of, I'm thinking about Phil's post. Uh, I think he did a series. We should actually just uh, a series, a church without. Um, and one of the things that he, he that he spoke about was a church without buildings. Um, I think that was in 2000. Was it 2017 or 2018? He did that series. And one of the things that he spoke about was Internet churches. <laughs> and and we need to be really thinking as decentralized as possible and having believers or disciples or congregants or parishioners whatever you choose to call them as as empowered as possible which i really think should be the case absolutely anyway absolutely and i i think i think really at the end of the day what some of this is highlighting in the church planting space is the fact that the folk the focus that there is for a successful church plant may have been off center to some degree because like you're saying it's not the church especially now being able to have a large central location is just isn't isn't super practical and if we look at a healthy church you're going to find that now you might have a larger weekly gathering, but really a church of just about any size is going to have smaller, uh, you know, cells, I, I think is what some people have called them, uh, of, of people groups of friends, you know, that, that look after one another and have relationships outside of Sunday morning and during the week and are related, you know, in, related to each other a part of each other's lives on a regular basis, not just on Sunday, that that's not a Sunday morning is not the glue that holds them together, but the relationships that they have hold them together. And really that is the church. And so while this may be a difficult time uh, for, for some churches, like Jeremy said on a previous podcast, that, that if people have already, if they haven't returned, they're more than likely not going to be coming back. That. This is really also an opportunity for those that might not be planting a church, but have already already have one that may feel as though they're struggling. This is an opportunity to kind of you know plow the field and plant things in a in a different in a different fashion. And if you are a church planter or feel called to be a church planter or or whatever the case may be, or maybe there's a need in your area because things are becoming more decentralized and you're not the stereotypical quote unquote church planter, rethink of how the church needs to be organized. Jeremy, what, what do you think about some of this? I, <laughs> I guess I don't, I don't necessarily have a good feel as far as church planting world in general by any means. Um, but I would say from a very business and this is a very business standpoint, and I get that but from a business standpoint and me, I, I've literally in the last nine months had to try to figure out how to start up a whole part of our company 
um, doing counseling work and going from one person that were now at six or seven people and going from me just doing counseling to like a quarter million dollars and all this stuff. And in the back of my head, I think for the next six months, nothing's going to change, right? So we might as well just assume it's all going to be as it is. Um, but at the same time, if we can make it now, and I feel like I've grown this um, organization, I feel like I've been able to test the people there and, and know that they are doing amazing work. If I can mm-hmm. guarantee that that's true now, when things ever return to normal or don't, I know I can count on the people that I have. And so if you were to start a church plants and think it's something that's called by God and find people that are there and want to do it differently, and I don't mean theologically differently, I mean practically differently, mm-hmm. this is probably the time to do it, right? We've seen so much change happen yeah. in so many different areas of life. Um, the idea of telehealth therapy has completely changed, right? We never would have said that this would happen. The idea of relying on um, people with food delivery and um, trying to work from home, all of that has like jumped leaps and bounds all because of this, not because anything changed. It just required innovation. So if you were thinking, hey, I want to do a church plant, but not just another church plants, then I would actually say, yeah, you probably should consider doing that. If you're thinking, hey, I want to do a church plant just like every other church, probably not. But at the same time, I also think in the back of my head, our church is doing super, super well right now. Like we're, we, we went from like having a church debt to not having a church debts. Um, in fact, growing our church in two different communities. And this is going to be really sad to say. And so again, I'm looking at this from business, not from ministering gospel things. And so I want you guys to correct me on this, but there's probably going to be a lot of churches that go out of business. There's probably going to be a lot of businesses that go out of business. Yeah. And so yeah. we have, I mean, our, our community, um, ha- the township, the, tr- the government has a couple of buildings that they want to stop paying on because the utilities are too much and they're not using the bil- buildings anymore. And they've mm-hmm. literally just ran out of money. Like they just don't have any more money. So they can't do it. They went from like wanting to sell wow. the building for 60,000 to 6,000 to we'll sell it to you for a buck in like three weeks. Like that's how desperate they got. And we probably won't buy the place just because it's going to, I don't know what the church is going to do. I'm not part of leadership staff with that. Um, But if you think about it in that manner too, like if your idea is I want to start a church plant and you for the next three months can find people that might be willing to financially support you and dream with you and, and go out to doors, knocking on doors to get people to come to church and then act on it. You probably will have a lot of church buildings to, to use. You'll probably have a lot of people that are fed up with churches, not doing it, what they think is the gospel or like, I, I don't know, I guess in my, in the back of my head, if it's normal church, don't do it because there's too many places that are just failing and crumbling. But if it's a outside the box, I think if you could find a church in a large community that makes their focus on people that have disabilities and mental health, and you want to make a church around that right now is the time because there's no churches out there that do that well, other than those surrounded by like group homes that offer something like that. I think that could be huge, but that's an outside the box kind of thing. Right. But, but maybe those are the kind of churches we need right, right. now. Um, oh, yeah, 100%. It, it is, Jeremy. And I'm, I'm glad you, you said that really well. And you said some of what I was nervous to say because it can be triggering and it is very controversial. So I'll just go ahead and end with that, which I was afraid to say. And that is, if you run your church like a business, it's more than likely going to fail like a business. 
the church should not be ran like a business and I believe a lot of churches are run like a business and that is very sad and what Jeremy has outlined I think is 100% true and is the true heart of the church is running an organization not like a business. The question is, do you enjoy the Church Mag podcast? We hope you do. Send us an email, podcast at churchmag, and tell us what you love about the Church Mag podcast. And be sure to leave us a review on iTunes. We love them. The Church Mag podcast is proudly hosted on buzzsprout.com. 